0: You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guest, Bob Malley, CEO of PeerBridge. E-commerce has fundamentally changed the behaviors of both consumers and shippers, and no e-commerce entity has done more to alter the landscape than Amazon. The so-called Amazon effect has dramatically raised expectations while arguably lowering consumer patience. How have parcel shippers adapted to the new paradigm and what do they have to do to stay the course? Bob Malley has a few ideas to share. Joining me this afternoon is Bob Malley, CEO of PeerBridge. Bob, thank you so much for joining the Inbound Logistics podcast today. Well, thank you. Can you give our audience a little bit of information about who you are and what you did before PeerBridge and then maybe a little bit about what's going on with you in PeerBridge today?
1: Okay. Yes. Um, I I actually started out life as an attorney, believe it or not, and um, started a business called Tracer Research back in 1991. And uh, Tracer was really responsible for the development of one of the first multi-carrier shipping systems, uh, systems that would process parcels for UPS, FedEx, postal service, and so forth. And um, Tracer was acquired... But eight years later, by Keywill, a British public company, I worked there uh, in the e-commerce, president of the e-commerce division, and then became CEO of Keywill, and then left Keywill in 2002, and started, uh, you know, Peerbridge. And our vision with Peerbridge, which were which we've I think fulfilled, was to build an enterprise-class parcel transportation management system that would serve the uh, purposes of automating and reducing costs for medium to large size enterprises. So we're rolling out those solutions every day now.
0: Speaking of partial shipments, uh, the supply chain industry has a either a boon or a boogeyman with something that we call the Amazon effect. Can you explain what that Amazon effect is?
1: I can, yeah. Um, several years ago, Henry Mayer said that uh, e-commerce... Is going to change uh logistics forever logistics and transportation and, and it certainly has um e-commerce is uh obviously a big phenomenon in our lives you know you see it everywhere and it accounts but it still only accounts for eight percent of all retail sales so there's so still a lot of room for growth but most of that growth literally is from amazon they Account for about 53% of all e-commerce growth, and 43% of the e-commerce market. So uh, they dominate it in 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 lots of ways. And one of the impacts that it's had is It's changed uh, consumer expectations about delivery, free shipping. It's really it's really driven the market in terms of uh, consumer expectations. So that's put. Pretty much all the carriers and other e-commerce companies on notice that they had better, you know, step up to the plate and meet those expectations.
0: Yeah, speaking of those expectations for partial shippers, what effect has e-commerce had on them in particular?
1: Well, it's created, uh, you know, in terms of supply and demand, uh, the demand from e-commerce has has really, you know, created a, a shortage of capacity. So you see a lot of other carriers uh, jumping in. Parcel rates for UPS and FedEx have been uh, increasing at twice the rate of inflation. So that you know where all other modes uh, are have not been have been stagnant. Uh, I think uh, all other freight modes are at one percent growth, and parcel is at about ten percent growth year on year, according to CSCNP.
0: And on the other side of that, with consumers. Can you go a little bit more into how Amazon has really changed those consumer expectations?
1: Well, they've changed it in a number of ways. Uh, One of them is the expectation that all shipping should be free and that uh, it's closer and closer to near time. Um, There are now 100 million Prime subscribers announced by uh, Amazon. Uh, and about uh, 49% of all households, which is just an amazing stat. Uh, and, and still, Amazon loses about uh, $7 billion a year in shipping costs because of free shipping that's offered by Prime. And that's about 12% of their revenue. So it's caused them to look around and see how they can reduce shipping costs. So they've announced their intention to compete with the likes of UPS and fedex they're building lockers they're building fulfillment centers so they can get closer to their customer so they've kind of created a supply chain impatience among consumers they want it faster and they want it free
0: now is this supply chain impatience it's something we've talked about here at inbound logistics is that just limited to consumers
1: it isn't uh, and i think someone made the observation that uh people that people that work in you know business to business environments are also consumers so you know there appears, appears to be now a expectation that you know the same processes and delivery requirements that have been expected for B2C are now expected uh with B2B and a lot of B2B companies are providing fulfillment to B2C companies you know from direct from supplier, for example.
0: And now for the logistics and transportation industries, what kind of impact are they feeling with all of this going on?
1: Well, there's certainly more competition and there are more services every day. Um, I was just at the home delivery show last week in Atlanta. It was just amazing the technology that is emerging and all the different services from pure technology uh, plays to New carrier services that really focus on last mile delivery. So, you have carrier services, really courier services like Delive, Bring, Roadie, and others that are offering their network services to uh, retailers to get deliveries done same day. Also, the LTL carriers, uh, not just Parcel, have been drawn into the same day delivery cycle as well. Uh, Even ocean carriers like Maersk are saying that they're going to get into same-date delivery and compete against UPS and FedEx. Of course, we all heard about drones. That may be a ways off.
0: With Amazon operating shipping at a loss like that, how do retailers and other e-commerce merchants even compete?
1: Well, they're starting to embrace a uh, omni-channel delivery strategy where they're uh, willing to ship from stores, ship from their suppliers, really ship from anywhere that's closest to their uh, customers and it could you know it's also shipped from ship from warehouses but that's created uh you know quite a quite a change in the in the industry because you know there are more frequent and uh, faster delivery requirements you know there is an emergence of these new carrier same day courier services in particular um, a lot of companies are starting to develop their own uh, delivery network. Of course, we've all heard about Amazon and Walmart, but uh, Target just bought a delivery network themselves. So some of them are bringing it in-house so they can kind of control the the delivery experience.
0: Right. Other than uh, the omni-channel approach, are there other concrete examples of things that shippers can do to uh, help them compete with Amazon?
1: One of the things we're seeing is um packing optimization. One of the trends because space is so coveted on carrier vehicles now, they're charging extra for um shipments where the weight in relation to the size doesn't doesn't stack up. You know, companies are you know, maybe I just got a battery the other day in a one by one by one box. You know, it's just very wasteful, but you get you know Companies are getting charged for that now. So the ability to determine what the best way to pack things are uh, with packing optimization algorithms is a is something that a lot of shippers are are turning to. In uh, addition to that, analytics has come forward uh, quite a bit, uh, where shippers are able to look at their data and determine you know what what the best way, what the trends are. Really, what the best ways of uh, shipping will be, so that they can really action it uh, in the future. They also use data for cost recovery through auditing, figuring out you know where they stand in terms of their rates compared to their competitors.
0: All right, those are all really great tips for our audience. So, what does PeerBridge bring to the table to help shippers kind of level the playing field better against the likes of Amazon?
1: Yes, yeah, so PeerBridge. Uh, We've developed a, a enterprise uh, parcel transportation management platform uh, called Transstream, and Transstream can be deployed on premise or in the cloud. Uh, and what it allows enterprises to do is really roll out uh, transportation processes across their enterprise, no matter you know where they're located uh, around the world. And there are really five areas that we, we try to address uh, with these solutions. Uh, the first is, uh, the first impact we seek to have with our clients is, um, is the ability to offer uh, many different carriers, many different modes of shipping uh, through, the, through the solution. So in addition to UPS, FedEx, DHL and the norm, you know, probably the more well-known Carrier services, we also uh, offer regional carriers, uh, LTL carriers uh, to provide, uh, so our clients can provide their uh, customers with more uh, transportation choices. The second thing we do is uh, provide omni-channel shipping capabilities. I mentioned it earlier, a lot of retailers in particular are trying to figure out how to get faster less costly delivery of uh, goods. So what uh, TransStream does is it provides uh, applications that are suited to uh, those ship-from locations. So we have high-speed shipping processes and warehouses, but we have more of a workflow, simpler workflows that uh, support uh, ship-from-store activity. third thing that uh, TransStream provides is cartonization, which is um, the ability to guide uh, a packer to, to, to select the right container for the goods that are contained in the order. That helps uh, our customers reduce transportation costs, both in the, at the store level and uh, in warehouses. The fourth thing that we've uh, really focused on this year is analytics, providing managers with dashboards it allows them to track costs, uh, trends, uh, the opportunity to save money, and uh, auditing, you know, manifest um, in invoice matching. And uh, the fifth thing that we provide is integration. Being able to integrate TransStream into back office systems is key to eliminating uh, manual data entry.
0: That was a lot of great information for all of our e-commerce merchants out there. Where can our audience go to get more information about TransStream and PeerBridge?
1: They can visit us at www.peerbridge.com. That's P-I-E-R-bridge.com. And uh, I would especially invite them to sign up for Parcel Insight. It's a resource uh, that can provide a lot of good information about both parcel technology uh, trends and how to be uh, how to save money and, and ship better.
0: Bob Malley, great information for all of our e-commerce merchants out there. So thank you so much for taking some time out to talk with us and uh, wish you the best of luck. Well, thanks very much. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash getil that's dot. L Y slash get underscore I L and stay ahead of the three PL game. The inbound logistics podcast is a production of inbound logistics magazine for the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation and supply chain practices, Get your free print and digital subscription at InboundLogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at InboundLogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics podcast.